Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. You got that right. Well, there he is on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Hello, Mr. Carpenter. One last time for this baseball season. What's going on? How are we doing today, fellas? Buddy, all's, uh, all's well for the most part. It is going to be uh, – this is where we earn our money the next few months because between now and the start of football season is when things get a little quiet. Usually somebody does something stupid or there's some trial that breaks out or, you know, some weird legislation that happens that we can argue about. So there will be something that will help the cause, I'm sure, but right now it's going to be kind of a, a little bit of a challenge. Do you want to go there? I mean, there was some ruling on Friday. Well, I definitely do not want to talk about that at all. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did convince a lot of people how to think about it on Facebook this weekend, though, like about a lot of other people did. You know, I don't know if you heard this or not, Bob. You can change people's minds on social media. They completely change what they've thought their whole lives in one of your stupid Facebook posts. It's amazing how, how impactful those can be. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing you'd have a hard time convincing people of, I think, is that Dave Van Horn is not great at his job. And I mean, look, it was a hell of a ride, Bubba. They came up a couple of runs short at the end of the season. But uh, give me kind of your summary on the year and, and how you feel like Arkansas performed this season. You know, I thought it was amazing the way they came together at the end of the season. And I don't know, you probably weren't listening, Justin. I don't know where you were in in Omaha at the end of that game. But uh, when we were wrapping things up, you know, the last thing I said is, and not that it's going to really do any good, but I just said, I just told everybody, I, hey, hey, Twitter people, stay positive. Uh, this team battled their butts off right till the end. You know, they played the game the right way. They played hard. Um uh, you know, I just I just made a plea for everyone to kind of keep it positive out there on social media, which you know these guys see all that stuff, and and I know you're not gonna you know you're not gonna not everyone's gonna be happy and send out butterflies and, and rainbow tweets and all that, but you know try to keep it positive because these guys really did they they left it on empty every night uh, they played they played hard everyone had kind of written them off they rallied together. They ended up in Omaha. Anytime you finish the season in Omaha, it was a, it's a good year. And I don't know if it did any good or not. I did get some tweets saying, you know, Van Horn would never win a national championship and just stupid stuff like that. But, you know, some of that you just can't control. But uh, but overall, it was really impressive to see how they came together. And you guys, you remember my our conversations from early on. I said, the pieces are there. It's just a matter of putting them all together. And Dave got them to come together. It took a little longer than normal to get all the pieces in the right place, but I think he did it. And I think the guys rallied together. I think the coaching staff did a tremendous job. And, you know, we ended up in Omaha again. And I'll tell you another thing. I'm not always right, but I said early on when we played Ole Miss and they were 6-12 and in the conference, I said Ole Miss is a good team. Before we went on the air that night, I'm looking at their roster and their lineup, and I'm like, holy cow, Phil, how in the world are these guys 6-12? and 12? This is a really good lineup. And, I mean, they came together as well. And, and, you know, for all of my hatred for Ole Miss, 
I will say the games we played against them were great baseball games. If you're a baseball fan, that was really good baseball. It was they played hard. Um, there was good pitching, good hitting, great defense on both sides. I mean, it was just a great baseball games uh, when we played them in, in Omaha. Now, we didn't come out on top at the end, but, you know, it was really good baseball, and, and you know, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I've heard Turd mention on more than one occasion related to that program, <laughs> Bubba. However, I'm like you. I, I couldn't help but uh, marvel at the way they played, and I love that they played the game, in our opinion, I think the right way. Uh, the Bianco story was amazing, considering they were trying to run the guy out of town on a rail middle of the season, and then he makes a big push. They make a big push at the end of the year to get in, and they obviously have to go on the road just like Arkansas did to get to the World Series, and then they win the whole darn thing. So uh, I'm with you. It was hard to, hard to begrudge them. So, um, And how about the game yesterday? Can you imagine? And I know you've been in some high-pressure situations. You've called some games with some pressure situations. But that Oklahoma meltdown is one for the ages, my man. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. It really was, and you kind of feel bad for those guys. I mean, I mean, how can you not? They're out there, and I mean, it's tough. I mean, there there is a lot of pressure on that stage, and if you think about it, that makes what Zach Morris did the other night even more impressive. I mean, think of what Zach Morris did. Zach Morris came into a game with the bases loaded, nobody out, and gets out of it. And so, I mean, it really kind of puts things in perspective uh, how how big a big a situation that was. But yeah, OU kind of fell apart there, and 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 Ole Miss take they took advantage of it. So, and I think the the better team won. I really do. And and you know, I didn't want Ole Miss to win. I was not pulling for them. If it would have been any other team in the SEC, I would have pulled for them. Well, except Vanderbilt. Um, in Tennessee. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't pull for Ole Miss. But then, you know what? When they won it, I wasn't. I wasn't like mad. I was like, you know what? Yeah. They they played good baseball. They really deserved to win it. I like the fact that they were down and out early in the year. Probably the last team in, second to last. However you want to view it. And they, they rallied back, and that's the beautiful thing about baseball is you just never know in the game of baseball. Game recognizes game. I mean, I think that's the best way yeah. to put it. You, you know, that it was. I, I, I thought I was going to be uh, uh, distraught when they won it, and I wasn't. I, was, I wasn't upset. Hey, Bubba, uh, maybe you can clear up a couple things for us. Uh, let's start with Dylan Leach. What's going on there? That, that, one, that one caught me off guard. I thought he was Arkansas' starting catcher next year. Well, so there's been a lot of stuff go out on Twitter throughout the season where, you know, I, I think his family's not happy, you know, with with his lack of playing time. And I don't know if that just spilled over into something, but every time I talk to Dylan Leach, his attitude has been phenomenal. Um, he's happy. And Phil and I talk about it on the air. When someone gets on first base, he runs out there, gets the gear from Bobby Wernis, brings it back to the dugout. We talk about how he's always upbeat around the batting cage. I love talking to Dylan Leach around the batting cage. And um, to be honest with you, that one caught me off guard. Man, you know, I haven't called Dylan. I, I am going to call him, though. I just want to talk to him and just, you know, first of all, wish him good luck. Yeah. But I, I'd like to know kind of what's going on. There may be something behind the scenes. Maybe they've already they've got another guy coming in that's kind of another like Michael Turner. As of right now, nothing's been announced. But – there, there might be some stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't know about, and they just they told Dylan, 
you know, it might be best if he move on or it might just be Dylan's decision. I, I have no idea, to be honest. I wish I could answer that question for you, but it really did catch me off guard. And you, you knew some other stuff was going to happen. I knew Drake Bernardo. He wasn't happy. I knew he was leaving early on, and uh, which is a shame because he's a real athletic kid. But, yeah, the Dylan Lee thing kind of caught me off guard. I wish I had more insight for you. But um, I am going to call him and find out, though. I, re- I really do want to know because I like him a lot. I really do. And, you know, I thought he was coming on with the bat. He's pretty good behind the plate. Uh, I don't know how the – I haven't talked to a lot of the pitchers to see how they like throwing to him. I know they really like throwing to Michael Turner. And that's that has a lot to do with it. Your pitchers have to be comfortable throwing to a catcher. And I didn't talk to Connor Nolan or any of the guys. Maybe you guys can ask Connor that question if you get him back on again one more time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. I mean, we don't we don't know either, so we're, that's what we're asking. But yeah, it was a little bit surprising, and uh, yeah, we had heard some rumors too about the social media stuff from some family members. But um, you know, again, it's hard to put that on the kid, and I don't know if he's telling them things that they're they're then putting out. But everything I've seen from him on Twitter has been very positive and very uh, pro Razorback. So uh, it's a tough situation. So you know, Arkansas's roster is going to see a turnover, maybe like we've never seen before when it comes to baseball, with guys you know transferring, going pro, and then the uh, influx of players who are a couple of guys like i'm just trying to think like who's going to be back next year for sure like who are your guys that you can guarantee me you're going to be playing next season Bubba? because again i don't know how many more situations like we'll have with leach where you know it's a guy that you think will be here that won't be but i'm just trying to think like who's who's back next year other than stovall for sure well i hope stovall's back and then you know borfin will be back kendall dick yeah, will be wait, back. you hope you hope stovall's well, back well, I mean, you just you always hear the little whispers and rumors, but I think Peyton's coming back. Peyton, I think Peyton's happy. Second base job is his next year. He came on strong at the at the end and, and ended up being you know one of our best hitters in in Omaha. He really did a great job, and uh, I thought he turned himself into a really good first baseman for a kid that's never mm-hmm. played there before. But uh, yeah, you you hear little whispers, but I think Peyton will be back. Um, you know, we have signed – we've signed a couple of outfielders. We've got a guy from Connor State. We've got a guy from Creighton. They're spo- uh, supposed to be really good players. Uh, uh, we did get a left-handed pitcher out of San Jack. Uh, junior college supposed to be good. Uh, but, but when you look at the position players, boy, I tell you what, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to replace. I talked to Nate Thompson this morning just for a minute because I know he's super busy right now. He's already out on the road. Um and I told him, I said, man, I don't remember ever seeing a turnover this big. I said, I feel for you guys because y'all got your work cut out for you. But, um, you know, we do have guys like Max Salise. He's a big right-handed power hitter. Y'all didn't see much of him. He could play a corner outfield spot. He came in as a catcher, but I don't see him really catching much for us. I see him as a corner guy, you know, possibly playing some first base, but probably a corner outfielder. Max can crush the ball. Um but other than that, man, they're going to have to get out there. Have y'all clicked on the transfer portal? If you click on that transfer portal on D1 Baseball, the list goes on forever. Hundreds of names on that list. And so it's it's there's there's people out there, and everyone wants to play at U of A. So I, I trust the staff, uh, DBH, and all the guys to go out there and get the right pieces and put them in place again. It appears to me, at least early on, pitching should be the strength of this team. They should have a, a lot of guys coming back. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so here's the, here's one scenario. If you think about it, 
Connor Nolan, and a lot of people don't know this, Connor has another year of eligibility. I mean, he's a senior, but he has that COVID senior year he can still use. Um, I don't know if he'll get drafted. Uh, how high he'll get drafted, but I don't know how high. I don't know if he'll go on and 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 there's a chance Connor could come back. So in my in my glass half full um, mode, you've got you've got Connor Nolan. Let's say he came back. Peyton Paulette is probably going to get drafted pretty high. He's probably going to get handed a lot of money, even though he's been hurt. He's not. He really can't probably pitch till February. If those two guys come back. And then you've got Tiger, uh, Hagen Smith, Will McIntyre. Oh my goodness! Look, you, you start to look down the list of guys we have. Jackson Wiggins. I've heard rumors of Jackson, you know, possibly not coming back, maybe going somewhere else and starting. But I don't know if that's true or not. It's just whispers. Um, think about that staff. If we if we got our wish list and we got Peyton Paulette and Connor Nolan to come back along with what we've got returning, good grief. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. What would you do with Jackson Wiggins? You know what? I think I'd put him at the back of the bullpen. Let him come in and throw 100 miles an hour uh, for one inning. And I would teach him a, a cut fastball, and I would teach him a splitter. He's got big, giant hands. He'd be a great guy to throw a split-finger fastball uh, and just dominate for one or two innings is what I would do. I would get him a nose ring. I'd have him grow a Fu Manchu and a couple of tats and send him out there and just look like a beast for one inning and just dominate. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know well, about the and, nose and, ring. I just kind of threw that a, in. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about uh, – we're talking to Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline brought to you by Johnson's Home Center down in Benton. Have you uh, – we talked about Tiger a little bit. Again, he did not have a great finish to his season, Bubba. What uh, What is your expectation for him? I mean, does he move into a starting role, you think? You're pretty confident in that next year? I think so. I, he's got Friday night stuff. And see, the thing is, people don't realize Brady Tiger pitched all year off of fastball curveball or fastball slider, whatever you want to call that pitch. But it's spinning at over 3,000 RPMs, which is off the chart. No one is even close to that in the SEC. Um, but he's also got a two-seam fastball that's good, and he's got a pretty good changeup to go with that. Um, and he can cut his fastball. He really has, you know, five pitches, maybe six pitches. He throws a curveball and a slider, so he can give you both looks. But coming into close, he really only used two pitches. You don't want to get beat on your third or fourth, fifth best pitch. But he's got the the stuff to be a really good starter, and he's got Friday night stuff. So I would assume next year he's gonna he's gonna move into a starting role, unless our wish list comes true of Peyton Paulette, Jackson Wiggins, and then who knows? Uh, who knows what they could do with him? And I mean, the the options are endless. If those two guys, I I doubt that we're gonna get or uh, Peyton Paulette and Connor Nolan. I doubt if we'll get both of those guys back. But it's 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 good to dream, I guess. But yeah. um, well, I guess it does happen question, just about every year. What's that? I, I say it happens every year. You're surprised yeah. by somebody coming back. I mean, last year it was battles and and um, um, first baseman DH um, just lost my mind for a minute. Brady, Slavin. 
Slavens, thank you, Brady Slavens. So it happens. You know, I'm a lot of help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it happens every year. It, it, is there a surprise maybe uh, in the field? Uh, I, I know most of them can't come back. and They're they're out of eligibility, but is there a surprise out there? A Robert Moore? Uh, is there, you know, that maybe doesn't get drafted as high as you think and they end up coming back? I don't think so. I think I think Robert's ready for professional baseball. He really is. Even if he he's not going to go as high as was anticipated at the beginning of the season. But if you watch the guy play in Omaha, that's a that's a major league second baseman right there, guys. I mean, he's yeah. he is the real deal. Not that y'all need me to tell you that. Even if he gets drafted a little bit lower, I think he's going to go. Caden Wallace. If they if people pass on Caden Wallace, they're they're not very smart. The guy's a major league shortstop. He's going to hit 20, 25 home runs in the big leagues and play great defense. He's athletic. He's perfect for today's game with all the shifts. He can play anywhere. Him and Robert Moore. Um, so, yeah, those guys aren't coming back. Uh, unfortunately, boy, uh, well, they're, they're just not coming back. They're gone. And yeah. so, and then we know the other guys are all are, are seniors, so they're all gone. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to have a happy surprise with one of those two. But, you know, there's look. This is University of Arkansas. We have one of the best programs in the country, the best coaching staffs for developed players, um, and the best facilities to develop them. And people are going to want to come here. And I guarantee you, there hasn't been a lot announced right now, but you're going to see some moving in the next in the next couple of weeks. There's going to be big names popping up, and you're going to you're going to see guys start to roll in here, and uh, they're going to start putting that piece. That puzzle back together, and I, I think it's going to look good. Well, I want to thank you for a, a great season listening to you on you know our segment, but also on the air. And I want to thank you also for a fun moment we had in the booth the other day. Uh, we played the clip once before for our listeners. I just want to play it back one more time real quick here. We're kind of getting tight on time, but uh, i got to get, get a little more on you uh, or from you about your experience boning a bat. But, uh, Christian, give, give it to him for those who missed it the other day. Hey, I got to fess up, Phil. Shoot, right before the pitch, I boned my bat on Justin Acre's tricep, right, and then I turned around and he hit the home run. I don't know if it boned it or not. That's but a frightening it's... thought just for a quick moment there. <laughs> hey, it's good luck. If it works, he's got to stand right here the rest of the game. Why have I never boned your bat for you? Well, his, are, his triceps are bigger. Thanks very much. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, we've got other things. We've got pencils here you can rub on the on your bat. Whatever you need, whatever you need. So, does that mean you're going to be rubbing your bat on Justin's arm for the rest of the game? Hey, if it gets home runs, yeah, I'll rub it on whatever it takes. All right. <laughs> that got you're one of a kind. There at the end, didn't it? It, it <laughs> did. I was like, rub whatever you need to. Let's get some more runs. Uh, my boy Lanzilli, I tell you what, I, I love. We I brought this up the other day, and then uh, I started getting Italian players fired at me. But uh, I love him obviously because he's a, he's a paisano. But he also had, you know, a really good career going, and then comes to Arkansas and helps out. What do you, what do you see for pro potential for Lanzilli? I hope he gets a chance. You know, I I, I don't know. I think someone will sign him. At the, I I don't think he'll get drafted. I think he'll get taken. He'll get a chance as a free agent. Look, the guy's got a great personality. He's got power. He's smart at the play. Um, he has a hard time with high velo. Um, but I love Chris Lanzilli. I really do. And boy, it's just it's been it's been so such a joy to get to know him. He's always got a smile on his face. Um, so yeah, I, I hope I hope he gets to listen to that clip because uh, that that was awesome. But hey, it was yeah. perfect timing though. 
soon as I bone that thing on your arm, hey, boom, a home run. And so I guess you got to hang out in the boots more next year. Well, that I got to meet Lanzilli too because the the game before that I had just tweeted about they were serving Italian beef sandwiches in the press box, and then right after my tweet went out, he hit a bomb. So I don't know special connection with my my paisano Lanzilli. So I got to meet right. this guy. Yeah. Well, Bubba, <laughs> we got to run. I, I appreciate you coming on all season. It's been a ton of fun. Thanks again to Johnston's Home Center for sponsoring the segment, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and write you. I'm going to pencil you in as a starter for next year for us. That sounds good. And once again, I want to thank Josh's Home Center also. Uh, if I'm down that way, I'm definitely going to stop in and see him. And uh, I appreciate you appreciate you guys. Hey, it's been a fun year, and uh, let's get them again next year. Go Hogs. Yeah. One thing I can say about Johnson's Home Center, they've got a lot of stuff you can bone your bat on. <laughs> Bubba, that's the good news. Well, I'll bring my bat with me then. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, buddy. Appreciate right. you very much. Have a good summer. Thanks, guys. See you all. All right, take care. All right, Bubba Carpenter.